Welcome to episode 101. Are you ready to bloom with me in 2022? Welcome, I am your host, Claire Obeyed. Woman Awake is a soul-led journey of awakening through motherhood and womanhood. Woman Awake explores the soul-based, spirit-fueled, somatic and energetic journey of awakening, of consciousness. The power of an awakened woman lives in her life alignment, her inner achievement and her embodied transformation. This is not just my journey, but it is ours and together we seek to free our mind, feel our body, feed our soul and to hear our heart. As women, as mamas, we seek clarity, we embrace the truth, we dive into the discomfort of our shadows, we honour our healing and we be fully with our humanness whilst also being in our divinity too. Hey beautiful, here we are on the fresh fertile soil of a brand new year and I am recording my first podcast episode for 2022. To be honest, I'm actually quite surprised that I've managed to do this by mid-Jan. This space in between amidst holidays, New Year visions, parental life, juggling all the things and of course you may recall that we got a new puppy which has not been easy at all with a boisterous testosterone fueled three and a half year old boy. But that is for a completely different conversation. So it is a surprise to me that I've managed to bash out a recording for the first episode for 2022. And this is a awesome conversation. I'm so excited because I've got so much to share with you. But let's start here. I walked out of 2021 with my bare feet on the earth. I shared about this on Instagram, how I went barefoot bushwalking. It's become my new thing, thanks to my beautiful friend, Claire. Oh, yes, I have a friend also named Claire. I felt very ready for rest. I was exhausted I actually think that we possibly had COVID and didn't realise it. Uh, Wasn't sick, just insanely fatigued. Or maybe that was just the end of the year. Who knows? And just feeling really quite meh, you know, meh, about the whole finding a word to dance me into 2022. The whole let's find our word. Danielle Laporte started this years ago and, of course, I've been well and truly deep into that for many, many years and then also not, which I'll explain a little bit more later on. But as nature would have it, my word found me, despite my resistance or my lack of motivation or inspiration, for finding a word for 2022. And it's a word that just showed up and kept showing up until I acknowledged it and said, okay, you're my word. And that word is none other than the flowering the opening and the unfurling essence of bloom. This is the next iteration of 2021's word, which was flourish. Bloom is to me the divine feminine presence weaving her way deeper into my heart and into my womb and into my vision, as she has been for years now. She is the gentle, unfolding, purposeful and beautiful and alive, delicate, yet oh so resilient. 
She is the opening to creative power that both serves outwardly and embodies pleasure and delight, just because she can and is that. She always reaches for the light, yet is of the dirt. The soil, the soil, this is her lifeblood that allows the blooming. She is slow and steady in her awakening as she leans towards the light, and as she blooms, she takes your breath away, blending the serene, the magical, the earthly, the mystical, the inspiring, the valuable, the delightful. She is nourished deeply within her purpose, and that exact is exactly what I want for myself and what I want for you too in your start of 2022. Actually, this is probably a really great time to mention to you that my Nourished Bliss Bundle, which is a bundle to reset your nervous system, is yours for just a few more weeks. This is a way to weave clarity, meditation, breath medicine, and a whole range of modalities into the foundations of your new year to see you rested and nurtured and nourished through your own bloom of 2022. So if you're yet to dive in and get your hands on this Bliss Bundle, you can explore the $400 savings right here on the link in the show notes for these 10 plus resources. I've actually never bundled up such potent practices and resources in this way before. So if she's calling you, please let Nourished into your world before she's gone at the end of the month, so at the end of January. So let's keep going. There will be so many ways that the energy of bloom will show up. For me, it feels like it's definitely connected to my work. Even though I've been in business for 11, 12 years, I feel like I am in a new foundation phase, a new growth phase. I feel that Bloom is also about my relationships and my personal entry into the 40s from a space of pleasure and sensuality and sexuality. And Bloom is asking me to reimagine all of those areas for myself. It feels delicate, it feels vulnerable, it feels awkward, it also feels beautiful and sacred and special and sweet and inspiring too. Like that moment when spring hits and literally you walk down the street and your senses are alive with these flowers blooming. You can see them, you can smell them. If you're lucky enough, you can even taste them. And I also see that bloom is very much at the centre of this whole experience is very much about my business. And Bloom has asked me to get really clear on creating support and structure and systems to allow this unfolding and this unfurling to take place. So much like a flower needs beautiful soil and the right conditions and support from bees and bugs and sunlight and rain, well, I feel much the same. I feel like I need support and structure and systems. So I have gone about to get my boss babe on, looking to work with people closely, to take on a mentor, a VA, to create systems in my business. And I've done my best to map all of this out so far and to map out my year as well, to actually create some masculine structure so that I can flourish in my feminine blooming essence. And this is super exciting. And it's exciting because it means that today I can actually share a little bit of this with you. 
I have firstly chosen to reimagine this podcast. Don't worry, the name is staying the same. Still Woman Awake. But I've decided to bring back interviews, to bring back conversations that are delicious for me and hopefully for you. Not in every episode, but to bring back more incredible people that do inspire me and that can shed a different perspective, energy and essence onto awakening and growth and self-healing and transformation and somatics and energetics and all of the things that I love. And I'll be attempting to stick with a loose theme to guide me throughout the year. So there's more on that to come. And I say loose because I know what I'm like. I like structure and then all of a sudden I choose, nope, I don't like that. So I, uh, I allow myself the space and the liberty to change if I need to. I'm also really thrilled to be opening the doors again to I Am The Remedy, which will be happening in Feb. This will likely run only once this year. The last time the doors were open were for the inaugural I Am The Remedy launch in July last year. And I've also scheduled in the Liberty for early winter, if not earlier, which is my breathwork and EFT program. So I know many of you have been waiting for the Remedy to open again. And the Remedy happens in two initiations. So the level one and the level two, which will happen one after the other. And the Liberty is a six-week container. So stay tuned. More to come on that very soon. Other exciting news that I've mapped out for the year, I'm cooking up a new meditation album, hopefully for release in the first quarter of 2022. I have landed on the most beautiful backing music and I am slowly sinking into the energy and the essence of the meditations and the guided practices that I want to share with you. And I'm not rushing this process. It's been a really long time since I've created a meditation album for for you all and I know so many of you love and adore on the practices I've shared and I love and adore you for that. So I want to really honour you, whether you're a first-time meditator with me or you have been meditating alongside me for years. I want to honour you by really producing something beautiful. So finally, there is still so much happening in this year, but the next thing I want to share with you is very much in preconception stage. And perhaps I'm jumping the gun sharing this, but sometimes I find that I need to share things early on in the piece to really activate the fire within so I can make it happen. And it's always great to get feedback. So if anything I've shared, and in particular this next thing jumps out at you, please let me know because as a generator, responding to feedback and responding to your needs is really, really helpful for me. So I am looking to co-create, and I say co-create because it's me and higher self working together, an incredible way to work directly with other coaches, healers, guides, practitioners, those of you in business working directly with women who want to deepen their skill set, in particular learning from me and my my multi-modality wisdom-filled ways. So this is more of a training and an embark onto deep learning and, of course, self-healing and growth, but expanding into new ways and new skills. This is really stretchy and oh so exciting and a long time coming, and I can't wait to bring more to you as more unfolds at my end.
So if any of this has intrigued you and you want more info or you have no idea what I'm talking about or any of these groups or programs, please make sure you jump onto my newsletter list. You can see the link in the show notes or just head over to clarabain.com. The same goes for anything that I'm brewing up in my cauldron. The best thing is to jump onto my newsletter list and stay active there. And of course, staying connected on Instagram is super helpful as well. Okay, so let me circle back to this whole word of the year business. I've already shared with you my word. I've shared with you what that word and the essence of it feels like for me and how I feel like it's going to show up in my life. And of course, how it's shaped this structuring and focusing my work and what I'm bringing out into the world. But I want to touch on a few questions that I often hear when the conversations on the word of the year start to happen towards the end of the previous year and the beginning of the next. The three questions I often hear is, it necessary, Claire? To me, nope, it's not. Do I have to do it every year? Nope, you don't. And what if I have chosen a word, but I don't feel anything like that word? Now, this is the question that I want to unpack the most. But first, is it necessary? No, of course it's not. If it doesn't align for you and it doesn't feel, you know, like it, like it works or it makes sense to you or you even feel authentic as you tune into a word, then no, don't do it. It's not necessary. There is no right or wrong. And astrologically, the new year doesn't begin until March anyway, right? So sometimes some of us take a lot longer to really feel into the energy of a year. And it comes to March, it's like, okay, yeah, now I feel like the year has started. And there's a reason for that. And do I have to do it every year? No, you don't. As I'll mention later on, seasons, stages of life, sometimes we feel really called to be very intentional with things like this, and other times we don't. I remember when I was in the thick of early parenting with Soleil, little tiny baby, and I was like, there's no word of the year. I'm just, I'm just so in this I don't even want to buy a journal. I didn't even buy a diary for the year. It was just... So she was born in 2015. I remember 2016 felt very clear that I didn't even want a diary. I didn't even need to know what was happening when. I didn't want to write a to-do list every day. I just needed to show up one hour at a time. So if you do choose a word and you don't feel anything like that word, what does that mean? Let's unpack all of that a little bit. As I was preparing to record this podcast, I was stewing on this. I was stewing on this truth, which is that right now, personally, I don't feel like I'm in bloom. There is no blooming happening right now. In fact, I feel quite wilted. It's January 12th as I record this. It's hot. It's summer. Life is insanely intense at home with two young children and a puppy. That's a whole other conversation, like I said. Normal programming has not yet resumed for me in my life. It has for my husband. He's now back at work. So I'm full-time with two children. I'm itching to get back into my work, and yet simultaneously I feel quite flat and in need of an extra long holiday. I also feel really lit up at the same time and excited by the fullness of January, my birthday month. The sun, the sea, the bushwalks, the full moon circles, the live events, the social events all the stuff that I schedule in for January because it's just yum. So yeah, there's no blooming just yet. There's a lot, a lot of other things. But I don't feel broken or awful. 
or depressed, but I don't feel that I'm in bloom in the way at least that I described the essence of this word for me in 2022. So as I was journaling through all of this in preparation for recording this podcast, my beautiful friend Rach shared a very similar sentiment on her Instagram stories. And I was like, whoa, look at that. She's literally just said what I was writing and thinking. And in Rach's words, we'd be vibing. It was so good what Rach wrote that I actually am going to read it straight for you now because I want you to enjoy her beautiful description. You might find that you've been experiencing feelings and circumstances that are the direct opposite of your word for the year. That's been the case for me. Let's see what a bout of divine discontent looks like on the way to golden. Okay, side note, her word for the year is golden. This is the alchemical process in action. Alchemy, golden, it's all too perfect. We choose these words to live into. They are a guiding light, not an every moment experience. Nothing is an every moment experience. Know that life may be giving you a big dose of not that, so you can clear the debris thoroughly. Then bring your intention through in the fullest, most magnificent and most memorable way possible. And she's written here, have emerged out of this energy now, but discontent, restlessness, understimulation, disconnection always gives me with a ton of insight. I loved every word. I love how Rach says that we choose these words to live into, that they are a guiding light. And I think that that is the part that perhaps we don't unpack enough as we all just flippantly share our words of the year on our socials. These are the words that we want to embody in all of our areas of life. And embodiment and integration, it takes work. There's often stuff in the way of your full embodiment. There's often places of instability or core wounds or beliefs and patterns and thoughts that are blocking that full embodiment. These are words that we often choose because we're stretching towards them. Perhaps it's a really big leap. So maybe golden is your word for the year and maybe that feels like a huge leap for you. Or perhaps it's an extension from a place where you currently reside. So flourish was my word for 2021. So when bloom showed up, it was just like this little sweet gift. I thought, of course, of course, I love it. And if you aren't there, if you aren't in that place with your word, as Rach mentioned in her beautiful post, you're not meant to be there all the time. It's not an every moment experience. But if you're often not there and you're really struggling to reach for it, then you get to be in questioning of that. Why? Why am I not blooming in this space, place, or with this person? What could I shift to create the most fertile ground in which to bloom? Does this word still resonate? And if not, why not? What else could be calling me? I personally had times where I've embodied a really powerful energy through a chosen word for the first five or six months of a year. Come wintertime, something switches and I felt to ground and root down or be in opposition to that word and I almost feel repelled by it or it no longer resonates. Other times I've chosen the wrong word, straight up just the wrong word. I was probably in denial about the season and the time of my life and that I was reaching for something outside of what my nervous system capacity was at that time, what I could hold. Sometimes we have to be honest for ourselves. You know, you're not going to go and choose explosive when you are a new mummer breastfeeding every single night. 
at two o'clock, five o'clock, seven o'clock, whatever it is, and you're exhausted. Explosive, dynamic, maybe is not what your nervous system can hold for a portion of that year, right? And even still, I've worked with words that just gently cradled me all year. And every time I'd fall to the wayside or I'd lose my way in some way, I'd be shown in all the ways that it was time to centre, steady and stay on track. And being shown in all the ways doesn't always mean like you get a nice little email from the universe saying, hey, Claire, you've deviated. It can sometimes be a bit of a slap in the face. And that's okay. So all that being said, some of us don't feel to have a word at all. Some of us don't feel to anchor with a word. My husband in particular is somebody that I, I would never imagine him wanting a word. He doesn't require it. And I have friends who are so in the moment that their word could never be anything other than present and that they feel constrained and constricted by having a word. So the moral of the story, if you're listening along and you're thinking that this resonates, I invite you to explore it. Go for it. And if it doesn't, the whole word of the year thing, then I ask you to stand strong in that too. Don't be swayed because everybody else does it. If it doesn't resonate for you, awesome. You're being sovereign. And if you don't have a word yet but you do want one and you're waiting to receive it, because for me it very much is a receivership experience. I don't go hunting for a word. So if you're waiting, feel free to grab hold of my coattails and let's bloom together. Thank you so much for tuning in to the first episode for 2022. I have a beautiful episode coming up soon, a divine conversation with my teacher, Anna Ottero, who I've been journeying with doing my Magdalene womb yoga training, which I'm certified in now, and I will be doing her Mary Magdalene priestess training this year. I will become a certified Mary Magdalene priestess big stuff. So I can't wait to share that conversation with you. And of course, so much more on the Woman Awake podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for tuning into One Work Mama. If you found this episode supportive, please subscribe and leave a five-star review over on iTunes. This is the best way to cheer me on and to ensure that One Work Mama lands in the hearts and the ears of those that need it most. If you can think of somebody who would gain value from this podcast, please consider sharing it and doing them a favor. You can find me at claireobade.com or over on Instagram under claireobaid underscore. Thank you for being part of this soul-led journey through motherhood and womanhood.